Welcome to a new year with what have you. I'm Rachel Jankovic. I'm Becca Merkel. Let me tell you what you missed. <laughs> we've already one minutes. Of we've wit already talked about and design, wisdom, kitchen design, kitchen books, New Year, how Becca cleaned out her basement, George books McDonald's. we've been reading, how we don't understand George McDonald Christmas all the way, Christmas tree cleanup, um, all of our else. best thoughts. How my out. how my funky Tupperware needs to look good in my new kitchen. <laughs> we covered else. it. We covered we basically many covered all the things you've been wondering about, and, <laughs> and then we lost the recording. So we we're don't starting know why. over. It's like it just well, disappeared. Our off high the planet. tech work is not always we as don't high always tech win. as all that. Yeah, we don't always win. So our soundproof booth that we sit in with our headsets. Um, what? What so, oh. I just, sorry. <laughs> and now I started. She's caught up in her Instagram feed, I think. Yep, nope, I gotta, I, this is a problem with an Apple Watch. Is sometimes you get an alert that means nothing. And I'm not used to it, so it starts buzzing on your, um, on your, and on your wrist, wrist. And you're like, what's happening? But nothing important is happening. <laughs> it's all right, guys. So we're looking. We asked you all to tell us any good homemaking, housekeeping, organizing, organizing. beautifying, home management, women's, books. Uh, women's work. I considered. I well, I laughed about this. I didn't really consider it. I saw it and I thought, oh, it's the new year. Maybe I should read that book, Beauty at Home, which is like a sixty-dollar hardback coffee table book that is written by the granddaughter of Estee Lauder and I suspect it's mostly a lot of lifestyle shots of life in the Hamptons in multi-million dollar settings. We need to find (laughs) we need to find something that's between that and and a homemaking book about how to make things out of out of Ponderosa pine needles. (laughs) You know like quilted vests. The quilted vests and um, fabric toppers for your canned goods. We need it to be somewhere between those two. Give us a homemaking something that's like inspiring and we helpful. ask very little. We want yeah. insights that we've never heard before. Inspiration <laughs> and oh, reach what? my head when I get home. <laughs> so nasty. All right. So oh, what's in it for the new year for you, Beck? 
Oh, well, in it for the new year. I, I actually, I have a word. Okay, do I have it. a word about words for your new year. Like, don't trumpet them from the housetops? No, just like, I have no problem at all. We've gone through a lot of different phases where we have like a slogan or a like, this is what we're doing right now kind of a sure. game plan. So yeah. like the word of the year in that sense, when people are oh. like, I'm choosing this word. Yeah. Sure. Go for it. But yeah. don't imagine for a hot minute that you really have anything to do with what defines your year. Like yeah. in the like that you can just forecast uh you know prosperity into your new year. Like we yeah. respond to what God has for us right obediently, hopefully. Not just sort of There's also just the let not him who puts on his armor boast like right. him who takes it off. Like if you're gonna buckle up and be a new human starting tomorrow, great. More power to you. But I would I would wait and let everyone notice for themselves rather than telling them, telling all them all in advance. I'm gonna lose what was it? Someone was sharing that meme about I was gonna lose fifteen pounds this year, only twenty to go. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes, you know, you don't want to have set out your set out your goals in such a way that failure is inevitable and Mm -hmm. you've you Mm -hmm. know you just Mm -hmm. like when you're committing yourself to work recognize it's going to be work you can't just decide to feel better and be better and act better and have a better time all year you can't do that gonna have to like work on that yeah but I have to say so I've been posting on Instagram because my identity book is coming out sometime, so it's on my mind. So then I've been talking with people about it. So then it's somehow yeah. spiraled into me posting things from the Department of Hell No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I acknowledge freely now amuses me too much. Like <laughs> using the pants on fire emojis and calling it the Department of Hell No is a, is a blessing in yeah. my life. It makes yeah. me laugh. But... What I was going to say about this is that one that I posted today was about kind of, it was kind of, it was a dumb one about mothering, but it was a, the original post that I saw was connecting it to self-care. It was connecting yeah. it to like, that it was popular. one about remember you were someone before you were their mother and that person matters or right. something like that. Um, and it was saying, so therefore spend quality time on yourself. Yeah. Like spend time on yourself. And I just want to say that I understand some Christians who have like pushed back on that a little bit with like, but there's nothing wrong with, with spending some time caring for yourself. And I'm of course there's nothing wrong with spending time caring for yourself, but that is not something that is aside from your duties. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. your duties of being able to rest and glorify God in your rest and glorify God in reading a novel or glorifying God in taking, you know, like, all uh, taking a bath, glorifying God by mm-hmm. relaxing and being ready for your work next. That's not, like, separate from your duties. No. Like, that's also a Christian duty is to rest in the Lord and to be, mm-hmm. like... And so, I feel like when you say no to self-care... People always hear that as no to anything but yeah. mopping. Like, or, yeah. or slaving around after your children. Or no to anything but, you know, like they... It's not that. It's just no to being a self-centered 
like narrow-minded person. Like right, like even when you are actively pursuing refreshing yourself, like even when you're like, you know what, I'm going to go do this. It should be glorifying to God. Yeah. It should never be. I hate those kids. Yeah. So, I'm going yeah. to go sit in my bedroom with the door locked and and also have a minute. You yeah. Yeah, I agree. And so I guess I'm just trying to say self-care is a completely different proposition. And, also like, just, and I don't mean eating healthy or exercising or any of those things can all be part of your regular duties of honoring God in your work. Yeah. Like there's, that's not something that I'm not saying your duties are playing with your children and that's it. And if you try mm-hmm. ever to Never get shower, out, if yeah, showering is off limits yeah. for the Christian mother. I don't feel that way at all, but I think weirdly we've let our culture tell us that things like reading or putting your feet up or have you know whatever is somehow taking a break from this menial work that's bad for you or something the thing i also dislike about it is this idea that there's one you tucked away in the back of the closet and then there's this you out here that has to deal with it's the like, dang kids it's like you know that much to do about nothing where um the prince proposes to beatrice and she says no not unless I could have another for working days. Yeah, Your yeah. grace is too costly to wear every day. Uh-huh. And it's like people think that. Like, there's yeah. the precious me in the china cabinet. And I don't get her out often enough. Yeah, <laughs> <there's> <laughs> like, <laughs> poor, poor, wonderful me who always looks good. I've been really yeah, not helping her lately. Her. Yeah, yeah, like, I need to pursue that. And then there's me screaming at the children. Mm-hmm. That's not... That's know. their fault. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, sort of like, no. If just... I find I've been testy and ugly and gaining weight, that's not the real me. No. <laughs> that is, in fact, someone no. else's job. The real me is preserved in my the Instagram The real me feed. is only the best of everything. It's yeah. only the highlights of my best. <laughs> like, that's it. That's the real one. <laughs> yeah. I, it's, it's very odd. It's like people can't think of, like, there's the authentic, real, pristine me that's locked away somewhere. I can't remember where I put her. And then this one is just a bad knockoff, and I hate this one. <laughs> yeah. Or <laughs> this one is, or this one is somehow indirect uh, opposition yeah, to that to one. Yeah, to the like other one. Taking some of the finish off of my best <laughs> self. And it's really bizarre because this is just one of those things that I think, you know, you read that quote. Well, I did. Uh, I already said it. But I think it's, remember you were someone before you were their mother. Accurate? Yes. Yeah. There was a you before you mm-hmm. were their mother. And then, and that person matters too or something. Whatever that yeah. is. And that person matters. Well, no. <laughs> Wrong. That person mattered at that time in yeah. so much as that person was obeying God. That right. person. But you don't. I think this is something that what I was trying to say is that there's that your best self is obedient to God. Like regardless of your situation. And this is why this is a really important Christian truth. Because, because when you talk about like we're talking that quote, this whole conversation, we're talking in a really shallow, in a world of where it's all blessings. But if you, if, if you were a Christian in communist China right now, that had your children taken from you, had your home taken from you, had your church taken from you, and you're in jail getting strip searched, you are no less you before God. Like you could have your whole life torn apart. And it is not that the old you mattered in some more precious way than 
the new you matter. You know, like this is there's continuity here, and your obedience to God is what gives you your true self and your value and all of this. And so, I guess what I'm trying to say is we we get all messed up in it, and really little little. You know what I mean? Like we're mm-hmm. we're tripping up over how to handle our blessings. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that but that this truth is really important for any time there right. is a trial like like say that that you have cancer. You don't say remember that you were someone before you had cancer and she <laughs> matters too. Like what kind of help is that? Like what kind no. of horrible comfort? No I comfort. Think, I is think that. too that that like for Christians who are obedient and walking with the Lord, not actively throwing themselves deeper into sin because I mean there is that but for Christians who are walking with the Lord you assume that God is working on your sanctification and it's a process Mm -hmm. and to want to rewind and go back is is to be deeply ungrateful for the story he's telling in your life well right because if you were say you were taking on a big project and you're like building a wall of bricks Mm-hmm. Can you imagine wanting to go down and be like, let's drop this thing down 20 feet further. <laughs> Knock no, but, it all off the top. But, like, let's say that now you're, like, encrusted in bitterness and bad attitudes and resentments and deep envies. Like, let's say that you have that. But you remember back when you were 18 and you were actually walking with the when Lord. When the world seemed and possible had, and, and things you know, seemed hopeful. Or, or yeah. when you didn't have a backlog of unconfessed sin and stuff. And, you, and it's sort of like... I remember that me and I like that me better. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, well, there's an easy fix. You can get on your knees and Why don't you confess. go the route of confessing? And I actually And think, get rid of that. But, but I don't... think a big part of it is this fear that, that we're not taking into account the fact that we actually are aging and dying. That's what I mean. Like, like we're actually... You're not going to be the same person. No, and, and, and that's... Like, God is actually creating something in you. He's turning you into something. He's making you into the image of his son. Mm-hmm. And that is that is a continuum and you are still the same person but you're farther down the road. And mm-hmm. so to want to turn back around and go back is ungrateful, but it's also just profoundly missing the point, which is right like thinking that that earlier version of you was optimal. Well, like somehow you've actually managed. And I think because it's the like, older well, I get, the more I have realized how weird age is because mm-hmm. the more you, the more you realize that it is true when people say the, the like that weird incongruity that you actually don't feel old, mm-hmm. that you don't feel like you should be yeah. old, like that your body ages when you are not aging in yeah. the way that you think it does not yeah. correspond. Yeah. And that, that is a, that is a design feature that God put in. And as we become more like him, we are becoming in many ways healthier and younger. And you know, like things are becoming much, much better on the inside as the outside is falling apart. And Lord willing, as we get older and older and more and more ready to be with him, we will be more and more conformed into the image of his son. And that, that, and that, that is a rightness. It's becoming, it's like working towards where we're supposed to be living. But I also think when people think that <laughs> of like, I was someone before I was their mother and that person matters. Like when, when you're in that, if you're in the grip of that sort of discontent, um, I think usually people are thinking of the most superficial things about themselves, mm-hmm. meaning their pant size, mm-hmm. their hairdo, and what they got to do in the evenings. 
or it's, like <laughs> or like how fun everything seemed because sometimes I think there's a reality that when you're naive you don't feel they don't see the weight of like the consequences of other people's sin they don't sure. see the weight you know there's that little high point where you think nothing is going to go wrong yeah but I just mean of, like like there's actually quite a lot of sort of interesting patina that's been added probably over the years yeah (laughs) of life experience but the thing is is usually people are thinking about something as superficial as that they're not thinking about have I gained wisdom over the years have I gained in godliness have I gained in like proficiency or have I gained in understanding of God's faithfulness to me and his character and yeah have I gotten better at life have I handled and if the answer is no I haven't gained wisdom I haven't gained proficiency and I'm not handling life well then you might need to do an inventory hey it's New Year's Eve it's a great time for an inventory perfect time perfect time for New Year's resolutions (laughs) although I do have to say the one thing that I love about the Bible reading challenge I hope a lot of you are all doing this is that this is a great moment to be like hey yeah. We're 40% of the way done with the Bible. Keep at it. Instead yeah. of, let's try to read our Bibles this year. <laughs> like, <laughs> say, it's really like, and I think it's a fun way to think about things to say, not like, here's my resolution for the new year, but what can I begin faithfully working on such that in a year, it will be just keep on with that instead sure. of, instead of, let's try to start a whole new thing. Yeah. You know, that idea of this year, let's be a completely different person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This year. Yeah. Next year, I'm going to be Aaron Lauder in the Hamptons. I, I, lo- I love that. Um, <laughs> I love that quote. Oh, it's like little stick figures. That meme that's like December 1st through the 25th. Like, it's like, I don't know what it was. Excitement parties. And then it was like the 25th through the 30, 31st. Full of cheese. Doesn't know what day of the week it is. <laughs> Like, completely lost. Like, what are we even doing? It's so true because it's like the weirdest time of year. Yeah. Where you're like, every day, it's just, what is happening? Mm-hmm. What is mm-hmm. this? What's the plan? Mm-hmm. Anyways. Yep. It's true. But it's it sets you up for the perfect new year. The, you know, like, here comes the new year and now... I'm going to drink tons of water. I'm going to exercise every day. Mm-hmm. I'm going to lose gonna tons of schedules. weight. I'm going to not be that person who forgets to do the laundry. I'm going to be, <laughs> it's going to be incredible. I'm going to be, you know, all those ideas mm-hmm. that we have. Mm-hmm. I love how futile it all is, but how much it's, how much we're supposed to be trying yeah, and how say, much it's it totally is futile. Nonetheless, a reality that we're like, okay, all right, it's time to get Dust going on your this hands new off year. And yeah. Tackle it and get done. Yeah. In your hair. <laughs> was that in your hair? That's why I was <gasps> freaking out, Rach. I think it was on my oh. head. <laughs> <Because> I... <laughs> I like that this is you just coming. saw it. I thought you just saw it. No, on I your took pant, my like... hair down. Oh, that's so gross. I know. I was like, I well, know. I don't know that it's the worst thing that's ever happened to you. It's no, pretty I, funny, but I took my messy. <laughs> Bun off the top of my head, and I'm then started... guys in 2019, oh. try to not be someone with dead flies in your hair. 
<laughs> Try to be someone that has a basement that's already clean. <laughs> so that you didn't have to do this. Oh, well, I got that's a good so picture gross. of that dead fly for you to Did share. You? That's yep. so sick, right? Um, it's like, hopefully it's not emblematic of my year. Yeah, it won't be. This is still the old year. You're right. We it's haven't New made it to the new year yet. So yeah, it'll be my okay. word of the year is I feel like we're gonna fly need a- carcass. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst that comes. You're doing pretty good. I know. It's pretty nasty. Yeah. So, what books are you going to read this year? Yeah, we already. What's your exercise schedule going to be this year? What's a regime? Uh (sighs) No. What books am I going to read? No. Everybody's sending around these lists of. Here comes my list of books that I'm going to read in 2019, and I'm like, oh, oh. whoa, guys, that's whoa. organized. Since when are we like that? <laughs> I know. Really, I I tend to read books. My goal um, for 2019 is to just live minute by minute. Yeah, live mm-hmm. in the moment, Rach. Mm-hmm. Seize that moment. Seize all the um, moments that you're in. No, I read books that I have to read uh, for teaching, and so I'm in books a lot. Well, I'm in books every day, mm-hmm. but there are books that I know well. And then when I go on a trip with Ben, usually that's the moment where I sit down on the plane and you have this moment of, well, it's too late now. If I didn't leave proper instructions for the sub, I will text them, you know, or something. Yeah. So you sit down on the plane and then it's like, huh, okay, now maybe I'll read something. So I pull something up on my phone or Kindle or whatever, but I'm not organized of like, here's my pile. I'm going to... I'm going to rummage through that. Well, I have a lot of books that I want to read that I already have the books. So every once in a while I go through and pull out things that I meant to read and like mm-hmm. try to get going yeah. on it. But really I have to just get started and then I, it's like finding the right time. Yeah. But I would like to get a books. nice, drop me another needle point. Ooh, fun. Yeah. I felt a little challenged by this because last year for Christmas, he yeah, got me got a needle the, point yeah. and I did it and I finished it yeah, before I was year. like, it's yeah. going to be a one year. I'm going to get it done. So then he got me a new one and it's bigger. Ooh, <laughs> and I was like, what is this? Some kind yeah. of a throwdown challenge. So That's fun, though. it is fun. It's super pretty. I love it. So I, um, no, I would like to have a good book recommend guys on something. Yeah. New Year's the organizational. Okay. I'm going to read one that's an office book that Luke has for me to read. Oh, really? Yeah. It sounds pertinent to me I because it's called... bond with those kinds of books. I do. I always find I know there's you so do. much info in there that I, I needed. Yeah, I don't... I, I, You curate them for me and you give me the, the highlights. The takeaways? Well, this yeah. one's called something like, Things Don't Have to Be Crazy at Work. That does sound relevant. <laughs> Yeah, I I thought it was sounding relevant. I was like, I bet there's some takeaways that I want in Mm -hmm. this one. Mm -hmm. Even the work is my whole life. One of the things things that there is that I've been, we've been doing for a couple months that I really like. It's working. It's working for me. But um, is sitting down at night to figure out what are my tasks for tomorrow that like the big three what are the top three I need to get done tomorrow then writing them down the night before then looking at them in the morning and then assessing them and checking off or not checking off before dinner so it's kind of like it actually is helpful it breaks it out for me so it's like before bed look at tomorrow, figure it out. So it's kind of fresh in the morning, look at Mm -hmm. it 
and then at dinner look at it like did I get it done did I see today's a prime example of me straying off of the big three because <laughs> I, because I was what was on my to do today was finish all the tile in my coat room and grout it but what is she doing instead podcasting I'm podcasting after I'm going to take a picture of it's this. Beautiful. It's beautiful. We're sitting in really a really pretty. lovely spot today. We're sitting near the house that we're building. Mm-hmm. It's quite pretty. And it's starting to be that late afternoon sun. But anyway, I just, I was, instead of tiling, I started just picking up the last few Christmas things and carrying them to the basement and then getting distracted by trying to re reorganize some things in the basement and then fill up the back seat with a thrift store run. And then, you know, that happened. And I, I still haven't gone to the tile. But I will, guys. When I get home, I will tile the floor real fast. Except for the hardware stores closed, so I can't buy grout. What you doing there? Well, that's a bummer that you can't buy grout. No, but I already have some mastic, so I can at least get maybe some tile down. Okay. I finished my border, everyone. Praise I, report. When, right when Becca finishes her tile, I'll hire her to come do the tile <laughs> at my house. You just know, in a chip by chip. I feel like once I finish this darned coat room, I'm going to have to give... A sort of quick iPhone tour that we can post of, hey, everybody, I've talked about it enough. Yeah, Here's that'd be fun. Here's my tile. And I talked, we talked in the, in the part that you missed in the beginning when we were talking about design. We were talking about We the, had a good, we had a good talk about design too, guys. Good observations. But the one, the thing I was trying to say is I have a big problem. I'm thinking a lot about the kitchen in our new house and... And the problem that I have is that I want it to look like it meant to be doing what our kitchen will be doing. Yeah. And all of the Form designy, and function, every Rach. designy thing Form I can find, and yeah, and every designy thing I can find anywhere that you look at just looks like that's a kitchen that's just there to look. It's not there to mm-hmm. do anything. Yep. And even if they try to make it look busy by putting some sliced lemons on the counter, you're <laughs> like, slicing lemons is not There's the same always, thing as cooking. No. And there's always, like, big bunches of amazing-looking produce. Yeah, but none of the carnage that no. goes... Like, it's the lemons with no meringue mess. Yeah. No, yeah. There's no dribbles of the egg whites here and there and that. And, you know, there's just... Oh, I have a word, guys. This is not relevant to what you were saying. But it okay. actually reminds me of it. So, discovered... This is my husband discovered this. He was having a rummage in the kitchen the other day for you know it's it's the week between christmas and new year's we're just eating cheese well yeah Yeah. but also when we ran out of all the foods and i was in the middle of tiling something so he's like i'll make an omelet so i said great so he went in to make an omelet but then he just decided to tap into a cook's illustrated omelet technique Mm. that he just pulled out i have a pile of cook's illustrated in my kitchen so, seriously? Show-stopping this omelet. Like... I feel like I've done Cook's Illustrated omelets. even the same at all. It was really <laughs> good. It was, like, shockingly amazing. So, so, tell us. What's the deets on this? Well, I didn't watch him do it. I was trying to talk him into making me another one this morning, but then we wandered off and did something else. I can't remember what. But it was... It's two eggs plus an egg yolk. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then this is I have done this. You stir it with chopsticks in the pan and then add frozen butter. It's nope. very nope. Yeah. I have not done that. <laughs> it's like I like how that sounded for a minute, like <laughs> chopsticks. 
yeah. So uh, it's it is a stupid lot of work, but it yields an omelet. Okay, so I think we've done some Cook's Illustrated one where you add the extra yolk and sometimes a little bit of cream maybe, and then but you put it in the pan and then you kind of gently move it so it keeps moving the uncooked egg okay. into the you know like you you kind of until it sets up enough you're kind of pulling it around to mm-hmm. make sure that that's mm-hmm. all getting in there evenly but i used to do that the problem is it's, this is like off the burner on the burner cover it take it off yep nope we didn't take it out for two minutes put it back then in. i'll have to come over and do that yeah, for us no it is a stupid fiddle dee dee recipe but you've never had it anything like the texture is like really good really different than a normal and all it was was like some shallots i think and a little bit of cheese I have and a that's big, it like no filling i have a big group a big group feeding tip for everyone okay. this will be the tips time we're gonna have to wrap this up we're gonna have, have to, to get yeah. home it's gonna have to be early a uh, yeah. shorty i have to tile so the floor guys i but my this is my tip because we hosted christmas dinner this year and i made it was amazing by the way i made green beans with um a green bean recipe with hazelnuts and with hazelnuts and parsley i guess in the green beans yeah it was, it was really good. good it was and really good but this was the thing it blessed me multiple times over okay i bought those costco green beans this is like treat yourself to easy peel potatoes level yeah the costco the little skinny pretty green beans in the bag Mm -hmm. and bought those and then like a full day or maybe it was two i don't know what day i did that two days before or a day before i'm not sure sure i took all of them out of the bag and trimmed the ends like just hold you know a big fistful trim the ends and blanched them all okay and then packed them in the fridge and had them so they were totally ready to throw on the pan and roast Mm. so there was no last minute trying to trim the beans yeah situation we had already gone through them Mm -hmm. and gotten weird Mm -hmm. ones out and done like and did all of that having them all blanched and ready to just be roasted was a really that really gave me a lot of pleasure yeah it was a lot of like look they're so ready i actually had a number of those prep in advance moments with the NSA Christmas party that we did where I just felt so pleased to know that it was already done and in the fridge mm-hmm. in advance. It, ready it changes to, your feelings. Yeah. It makes yeah. it feel like anything is possible. All right. So it's a new year, a new you, and a new what have you. <laughs> and it's only 30 minutes because we missed the first 21. Well, Actually, trust us, we've already talked too much today. Yeah. Actually, it happened. But, so you're going to just, just 30 minutes and we're done. We're Calling it quits for 2018. We're leaving. We'll talk to you next year. Next year. Bye-bye. You think of yourself now, and then in four years' time, what do you want yourself to look like? And is the education that you're considering going to help you get to that place? When you're a student, you want to become like your teacher. You're going to become like your teacher. Looking at NSA beforehand, I knew I wanted to become like the men who are teaching here. Fireman, husband, father, doctor, no matter where you want to go, NSA is just such good preparation for the person that you want to be. If you want to be an effective Christian, you need to be able to lead and shape culture. If you want to do that, no matter what your occupation is, you need to shape yourself, um, prepare yourself as a person for that job. And liberal arts is, I think, the best education you can have for that. To learn more, check us out online at nsa.edu.